the Play Cousins podcast. And I'm sorry you're not hearing Jameer's voice right now, but it's Lindsay India in the building. And so I'm here solo today. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I do have some guests and I have some wonderful people in the building with me. Um, but first off, before I get started, I just want to say you can follow us at Play Cousins Podcast on Instagram, hashtag Play Cousins, and keep the conversation going. We want to hear all of your feedback. We want to hear what you have to say. We've had some serious, silly, and fun episodes. So let us know what you think and hit us up. Um, you can also reach us at playcuz at gmail.com and let us know if you want to be a guest on one of our shows or just show us some love uh tell us that we're trash whatever you want to do just you know go crazy and you can follow me at lindsay india doc lindsay india l-i-n-d-s-e-y i-n-d-i-a on instagram snapchat and twitter and also hit up my site lindsayindia.com and also put my anxiety and rice please on youtube web series thanks all right so let's get started uh <laughs> this is definitely going to be an annoying show i know y'all hate my voice i hate it too but Fuck you. So uh, let's get started. I'm going to ha- introduce my guest co-host for today since, uh, you know, a little so-and-so is out there in Virginia doing his thing. Uh, this is one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, he is a content producer for Hot 97. You'll see him all over Hot97.com's blog. Literally 90% of the things that he does are all on hot97.com he is the byline king over there he is providing you all the all your favorite content from everything you could possibly want in the entire world from everyone in the entire world that comes to that building uh he is the king of uh content at this moment (laughs) i am so bad at intros but lou how you doing hi i'm i'm jameer pond (laughs) and uh this is uh play cousins (laughs) did i nail it huh Huh? a little bit Uh yeah but you didn't do like the little shimmy a little shimmy thing. No, I gotta do the home shake. Yeah. Hi guys, Jameer Pond. <laughs> WBLS. <laughs> WBLS. <laughs> How you doing, Lou? Oh, I'm good. That was one hell of an intro. Oh, I'm so yeah. bad at that. I, 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 I really don't. It do was that all much. over the place. It was so bad. I'm yeah. so sorry. Just yeah. know that I love you and that you're fucking amazing at what you do. I'm okay. You know you're I'm amazing okay. at what you do. So. I try. They are looking at you. Anyways, let's continue. <laughs> Let's continue. So, uh, Lou, we got to get these 20-second rants off. 20-second rants. Yes. Are you ready for those? Well, you I think you're pretty first. prepared. I don't know what I want to rant about. Oh, God. Ugh. All right. I'll rant. Go ahead. <clears throat> I'll, I guess I'll rant. Uh, so, you want to count me down? Sure. Oh, let me get the time watch. All right. Let's go. Ooh. Mm-mm. Now, th- does he let you uh, go over any time? Nope. Nope. That, he says, uh, don't nobody want to hear that shit after 20 seconds. Yeah, that's probably true. That's exactly what you want to do, though. I know that you can. I can feel it in your face right now that that's exactly. Yeah, what no you way. Want we're going to we're, we're, yeah, we're gonna stick to this 20 seconds. <laughs> All right. Ready. Ready. Set. Go. All right. Not really appreciating the Kendrick hate, guys. Love that video. Humble is fucking amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it reminds me of the 90s. It reminds me of Give Me Some Mo by Busta Rhymes. I'm very fucking pleased with it. I'm tired of the fucking Kendrick hate already. And it's only been, you know, 24 hours since the video dropped. So let's drop it. I love stretch marks. Y'all love stretch marks. Let's appreciate stretch marks. But also, let's appreciate fake booties. So all of it. Thanks. Yeah, I definitely let you go over. But oh. 
Oh. I like stretch marks too, so that's okay. Right? I'm, I'm saying if you want to like like what you want to like. If you want to, if if Kendrick wants to like stretch marks, let him like stretch marks. If somebody wants to like a fake butt, let him like a fake butt. Preference. All I know is if you want to say what your preference is, there's a difference between stating your preference and policing what somebody should be well, wearing. Absolutely. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I love that that part of the, yeah. I love that part of the song. Yeah. Natural hair. I love a good natural girl. Like, don't do mm-hmm. too much. But some people want some people want to no, wear weaves I, I, and wigs, and it also protects cool. your your actual natural hair as well. So right. some people want to do it to protect their hair, or they want to have a different look, and that shouldn't be. Oh no, that's either, fine. You know? That's perfectly fine. Do what you do. Look good. Mm-hmm. Do what you do. But don't be <laughs> fake. Like the butt, the butt shots. Nah, don't do that. I want a natural, but not but a hard ass. But if you want to do it to feel better about themselves, I I am not criticizing you. It's just not something I would personally do. But let's not police women on what they should look like if you're not even going to be with that woman, regardless. Mm-hmm. If you're not attracted to them, and we should not be policing women on how to look. The same way we shouldn't be policing men on how to look. We shouldn't be saying, "Oh, you need to be this tall." I hate when girls <laughs> do the height shaming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate that oh, shit. Can I, can I just do a twenty second rant on that? All right, all right, ready? Just, twenty second. It's gonna rant. be more than twenty seconds, but I'm just gonna That's do fine. a twenty second. Twenty second rant. On rant that. Three, two. One. You see, here's the thing. Girls like to say, oh, I want to do that six foot one and 190 pounds and a six pack and all that shit. Let me tell you something about that. When it all comes down to it, they'll take what they can take. <laughs> now, let me see me. I, I Look, I'm going to keep it real. I'm five foot three. I'm not the tallest motherfucker in the world, but I've dated six foot tall girls. I've dated five foot eight girls. And I know. And Lou, I got to cut you off, but I'm going to let you continue. Oh, no, but they're happy. <laughs> or they were happy. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get that high shit fucked up. I'm glad I cut it off where I cut it off. I think I made the, a very educated very, decision there. Nah, I'm just saying. <laughs> very educated. The high shit don't matter. We're making good decisions. Because my little short ass can make a girl happier than, <laughs> than, than, than a taller motherfucker. And while they talking oh. all that shit, they still come oh. home to me. Oh, we're doing this today, Lou. Lou is out of his bag. I like it. Oh, or is he in his bag? I'm humble. See, in his bag. You might I'm be humble. I'm bag. like Hendrick. <laughs> be humble. Sit down. <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> Ooh, don't you love how he says little bitch? Yo. He's the only person I want him to say bitch. I'm like, yes, be misogynistic because you sound damn good when you say it. That's just creepy. Little bitch. I love it. Aye. I love it. No, no, no. It's not even like sexy. It just sounds good. Oh. Like, it just sounds affirmative. Like, I love it. Okay. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so are you ready to introduce our guest yes. for today? Since you're just you're the co-host, you're not even the guest. Yeah, that's the just, co-host. It's just weird. I don't Sorry, know. Jameer. Yeah, Love you. you. Yo, it's crazy because y'all told me this about five hours ago. Like I ain't have no time. I've been up since five four in the morning. Like <laughs> like oh yeah, you're gonna be my guest co-host today. Oh, where's Jameer? <laughs> I thought I was coming to hang out with you guys. Where, where's Jameer going? I like know. I did not know I'm about sad, it. But. but he has to do what he's got to do. But this is dope. He's taking this is care fun. of somebody, which is great. Love when you take care of people. That's what comes first. And many times I have missed this podcast to take care of people. So it's his turn. It's absolutely. Absolutely his turn. I just don't know why he left it to me but <laughs> instead I, of canceling this one. But I, you know. I just hope so. he gets a chance to relax. You know, he's been working hard. We all absolutely. been working hard. So I hope Y'all, he gets a chance to relax too while I'll he's happy. really fucking work hard. One of the hardest working platforms ever but let's continue i'm sorry yes I'm sorry let's get to my guest because the guest today is extra special we have a real M- real when i say real we have a real mc in the building I like that. thank oh, god we have a real mc because i was i was watching his video for laced on the way here and i was literally like I pr- please god don't let him be trash <laughs> thank god he wasn't he spit some real shit but he, what if he was 
But on top, but on top of being an MC, he's also an entrepreneur. That's he good. has his own store on One Two Fifth in Harlem, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want to check him out, his name is Tiz, and let's give it up for him. Woo! What up? Ooh, what's happening? Nobody <laughs> we just claps. Did the bank has bands. I couldn't Look, clap with my drink in my hand, but yeah, I'm mad at that. We all had drinks in the Woo! hand. That's a in head applause. Absolutely. That's the most important part. How of you this. doing, Tiz? I'm great. Doing great today. I'm great. You know, Woo! it's a little. How was your journey here? Because this rain is fucking trash. Yeah, the w- rain. Super extra duper trash, but we here. here with you dope folks. So before we get into your story and what you're up to and mm-hmm. everything about you, uh, let's get into a 20 second rant as you know Jameer loves to do. Ooh. So do you got some stuff to rant about today? You know what? Since we're talking about this fucking weather. Yes. yes. So. All right. Uh, let me count you down. All right. Three, two, one. So New York City, I need you to figure out what the fuck you want to be. Do you want to be hot? Do you want to snow? Do you want it to rain? Or do you want the sun out, gloomy? Like, in North Carolina, we know what the fuck our weather is around this time. We really? grilling out and shit right mm. now. But I'm cold. I have on a hoodie, a coat, and two pair of socks. Thank you, New York City. You suck. I got to cut you off, but that was perfect. <laughs> no, no, you know what New York time. weather is like? You know what it's like? It's like a fucking white girl in a skirt and Uggs. It doesn't oh. know if it wants to be hot or cold. Oh, God. It doesn't know what weather it That's wants to be prepared terrible. for. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, you know what, you know what messes me up? New a white girl in Uggs and a skirt. Ew. <laughs> you want to know what's even more confusing? I went to school in Radford, Virginia. It would be five, six inches of snow in this girls in skirts and oh, flip-flops. Uh, How, Sway? How, What are their Sway, race? I'm please. not going to lie, but what oh, are their race? I mean, we already know. All right. Just <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, listen. The half part of me is really ashamed of that part of me <laughs> for the sake of the fact I of love, how they I love dress how you're just the, the inappropriately <laughs> for all weather. I don't understand the flip flops, the wife beaters going out, the, the short, shoveling yo, snow. I don't understand. As soon it. as they see like sixty point five, like it's like shorts. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, understand. Anything? They 45. don't feel cold. They don't feel cold. Bitch, I fucking feel cold as shit all the time. <laughs> Maybe I have low iron, it's but I don't half. know. It's your half. Possibly. You I don't know. Yeah. I had really low iron at a point, too. But Us shit. as entertainers, we love that because no matter the weather, they come out to That's the shows. That's true. It's true. It's very true, except for maybe snow. Shit. You've seen nobody, snow? Nobody comes out You've seen snow? Oh, that, those are loyal ass fans. You got some yeah. loyal fans. I mean, I did a show with Mac Miller um, in oh, wow. Asheville at the Orange Peel. Mm fucked up weather really five thousand plus in there lit <laughs> super lit. five thousand no, plus dope. bitch super hey, lit so how, how was it performing in front of such a big crowd yo honestly it was so crazy because that was my third performance ever wow mm. third third and you had mac miller shit yo so my first i'm gonna give you a little backstory on yeah it. my first uh performance was for this uh platform called one mike mondays ran mm. by jay no truth in charlotte north carolina I was in that packed house, yo. Packed house. I was the last person to go on. Mm. I performed in front of four people. But those four people happened to be uh, a publication at the time called Charlotte Exposed Magazine. Uh, One of the top DJs at 102 Jams and J No Truth, which was the number one promoter at that time. It was throwing on the shows. So it went from doing that to him inviting me to perform in front on a rooftop event in uh, downtown Charlotte to getting on the East Coast leg of the most dope tour with uh, oh, shit. Uh, with Mac Miller and Rhapsody mm-hmm. at the time. So Ooh, that was cool. I love Rhapsody. Yo, she's so fire. I just, seen her, I just seen her in, Mad, uh, in Manhattan, what, last month or something like that. We were just talking about on the Women in, Hi- and Women in Hip Hop episode we had and how we're saying that she is like today's like near MC Light. 
Oh, fact. She, she was getting a love. And, she and, does and, not. And, and I hate that. She could not be bigger. She, than, she could be better as a rapper, at least, than Nicki. She's not as marketable, but she could be oh, as she's, bigger she's, than Nicki. She's, is, she's is a better MC. She oh, definitely, definitely a better, definitely a better MC. MC. I think right now, as far as females go, her and 3D Nati, mm. hands down. So, what has it kind of been like for your journey? Because how, how long have you been doing rap? Um, seven years professionally now. Oh, okay. So this was a while ago that that uh, Matt uh Miller show. the Matt Miller show was uh four years ago. Oh, four wow. years ago. Yeah, I've been in New York for three years now. Oh wow. Yeah, only three oh, that's years. New. And you already have a store here. Yeah. Um. Uh, so what had happened with that situation was mm-hmm. um in Jersey. Uh, I would when I first got here, I went into this spot. I wasn't looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Me being dumb. Thinking like the little money I had saved up. Yeah, I just move and shake. I was already doing shows and stuff of that nature. Right. But I was downtown Newark. I seen this store and I went into it, was asking like shit about like pop up shops and stuff like that, trying to, yeah. you know, and they was like, you know what? I like your vibe. You want to work here? Hmm. And I was like, as long as y'all work with my music schedule, we cool. So I worked there for a year and a half. And they seen I was getting fed up. And then I was getting mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going, too, as well. So I was calling out a lot. And they was like, you know what? You're in New York all the time. We have a proposition. It was like, partner up with us. Mm. And uh, we'll give you the store in Harlem. That's dope. Bitch, what? That's yeah. dope. So from the ground up, you know, I've been a part of this uh, store. It's called Foot Gear NYC. Uh, on Harl- in Harlem on 125th between Morningside and Amsterdam. So uh, it's pretty dope, man. And, you know, dope stuff. I'm in there. That's dope. So, yeah. Maybe if I work for Vibe, they'll give me Vibe Vixen. That would be That's fire. what I'm thinking, you know? If I just say, oh, it's not in my schedule, and they just be like, oh, here's Vibe Vixen. Here it is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and what were you doing with your first issue? Vibe Vixen, I would do nothing but mental illness. That would be dope. But you know Vibe, well, vibe Vixen? Oh, a, there's women. a booty of Vibe Vixen. There is. You need a little bit of booty. Well, I'm I'm good with that. That's fine. Okay. I just go in the thirty. I go in the thirty plus appreciation hashtag. That's real fucking easy. Ooh. That shit was fucking <laughs> fire. I yeah. just want to say the women looked great, but the men looked great too. I don't know about that. Nah, I didn't. Really I didn't check that neither. Yeah. Nah. I'm looking like <laughs> y'all are thirty plus. Oh, God. Oh, good. So I'm but, good. So I don't have to worry about nothing. You know, next year. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Lou. You got to put yourself in there. Put yourself in the hashtag. Yes. <laughs> but uh, back to you, Tiz. Sorry about that. That's cool. It's cool. So what kind of inspired you to want to get started in music? Because, I mean, obviously it's a big step for anyone to kind of say, you know what? Music is my passion. Like, let me go after it. Because everybody wants to try to, you know, do something in music. But mm-hmm. what made you actually go after it? Um, Actually, it's just, I'm com- I come from a real small town. Mm-hmm. Forest City, North Carolina. So mm. it's a super small town. And, um, you know, uh, parents in the country, uh, you know, they're a little more strict. It's like, so I was doing everything that they wanted me to do. Athletics, so I played three sports oh, all wow. my life. You what know sports? what I'm saying? Uh, football, basketball, track. And oh, I, wow. Yeah, and, uh, and I ended up going to college to play basketball. <clears throat> and then that's, it just wasn't working out, you know, politics. Uh, I went to three different schools. <laughs> <laughs> the scholarship hop around. So I started off at a junior college Um Catawba Valley College in North Carolina. Then I ended up going to a uh, school in Radford University. Mm-hmm. And then I um, then I ended up going to New River College, which was a smaller school right by, uh, right by Radford University, mm. uh, which was like in the middle of Radford and Virginia Tech. Mm. So, oh, uh, wow. yeah. So I went out there, politics, stuff wasn't working out. And I was like, fuck it. And mind you, I just wasn't like on the bench, nothing like that. I'm averaging 20 plus points a game. Mm. So it's just like, I'm like, whatever. And I came home. And then um, 
prior to that, I dabbled with music. You know what I'm saying? Writing with my a uh, couple of my cousins. We the first thing we ever recorded on was like uh, what was the song? Fifty Cent Get Rich Die Trying. Uh, oh, easy oh. to see when you look at me. If you want closely, Fifty don't back what is down. That? Back down. Back, oh, down. back down. You I was know, say hi all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong girl. Wrong one. But um, that was the first song I ever rapped on. And so we had this little mixtape we passed around our high school. That shit was kind of lit on the low. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I gave it up. School, hoop, shit, uh, shit fucked up. And then I came home and I ran into this guy named Jay, which is a producer from Greensboro. And uh, he was like, yo, you still rap? And I was like, nah, not really. And he tossed me some fire-ass beats. And uh, I got back into it. He was like, yo, you should take it serious. Mm. And then uh, crafted my first mixtape at that time was No Hobby. Um, that's what we crafted, and he did the song, uh, my first song, Hello Summer. Um, I recorded all that shit by myself in my cousin's day room of his apartment. Nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Life it was real. You know? And then I did that, shot a video for it, a free video from uh, my homie Manny Mac back in uh, Charlotte, and that ended up on MTVU. Oh, wow, yeah. That's dope. That's the best way to reach your college fucking shit because it's always being played in like the cafeteria. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. That's the thing I know my school, there. they played it, they looped it out in the game rooms and all that stuff. Yeah. So. Exactly. Crazy. Exactly. So it went from there. Then the show situation at that time only had Hello Summer and a freestyle to Kanye's Power. Oh. And um, I was performing that. Then ended up with the Matt Miller situation. And then, you know, doing a whole bunch of shows. Me, this cat named Eric Lottery. And this cat named Define Jones. His name was Dow Jones. He had to change his name. That sounds really familiar. Yeah, he was yeah. out here. Him and De Niro Ferrar. I know Dow Jones. I've, I've yeah, Dow Jones sounds familiar. Yeah, he had to change his name to Define Jones. Yeah. That's the homie kind of... Come here, little guy. Take me under the wing. Yes! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, all of us, you know, we would pack up in my man's gallant. And mm. we did like uh, seven, 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 seven cities in ten days mm. in the Gallant, making enough money to get gas in the whip and some double cheeseburgers. We was out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Double cheeseburger. I'm love sorry. It. Nah, nah, gotta love it. Used to. I don't need uh, Mickey D's no more. Smart man. But also, I'm sorry. Like Let's not, we're not gonna thing. slander it, bit like they don't have fucking egg McMuffins. Nah, bitch. I don't <laughs> like egg McMuffins. That was the worst thing. Uh, if anything, the McGriddles. That's what it, that everybody was, loves McGriddles. That's what would have kept me alive yeah. at Mickey D's with oh, the regret, McGriddles. McGriddles. If I go to McDonald's these days, all I'm getting is like a snack wrap. What? Mm. I'm not mad at it because I, I understand McDonald's is nasty, <laughs> but McMuffins are like my life. When I'm drunk, that's a blue. like when I was arguing with you about Komodo dragons. I literally said I wanted a McMuffin. That's true. You so, never got it, did you? Yeah. Let's. Look, I'm sorry. Side note: <laughs> uh, When Lindsay is drunk. Uh, sorry, <clears throat> intoxicated for a professional reason. Drunk. Um, when I'm drunk. On my birthday, uh, we came down. Most people would either text their ex, maybe call their parents for fun, whatever the hell. I argued with this man about Komodo dragons. And, and I didn't even see it coming. Very like, interesting creatures. I, no, I literally <laughs> argued, but I didn't even say like, oh, did you know? I literally was like, no, Lou. Komodo <laughs> dragons are fucking lit. For like because minutes. they have when they have their prey, they bite it and wait three weeks to eat. I was going the fuck in. And there's video of it. It's terrible. There is. So, <laughs> and I didn't know what was going on. I'm just like, okay. So right, like right, just right. know that when Lindsay's drunk, like you don't know what you're going to get. I could talk about like, oh my god, baby grizzly bears next time. I saw a special on bears. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> so like anyways, I <laughs> she was twerking on bears. This is amazing. on her birthday. This is amazing. Was I? No. 
Oh, but good. Sounded good. But good for you. <laughs> Tell them the truth. <laughs> Tell them that I'm a child of God. Yes. Yeah. No. I am a child of God. Yeah. So, anyways, Tiz. So, uh, so who have you kind of been collaborating with? Like, who have you do been doing most of your stuff with, and who do you kind of hope to collaborate with in the future? Uh, production wise, I've uh, collaborated with Jay Kitts, which he done tracks for Ti. Um, Rod Isley. This was all from my mm. first mixtape. Well, that's, um, that's a big jump. Yo, it right? was, go from it was a, to Ron Isley. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, that's right? the like that's how big that's his crazy. spectrum is. You know what mm. I'm saying? Um, Sounds like Brian Michael Cox. Shit. You know he's a very talented guy out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, but this was from my first tape. You know him, my producer Jay or whatever. Uh, with this project, I'm working on a project right now called Leap of Faith, mm. um, which Cohen, you know, kind of ties into leaving home, coming up here, telling that journey. And uh, I work with a producer out of New Jersey, out of East Orange, New Jersey, by the name of DJ Pro. Mm. He uh, he done tracks with 50, with Snoop, with J-Rock. You know what oh, I'm saying? Wow. And, uh, you know. So he's a West Coast cat. Yeah, yeah. Seems like it, right? Mm. Um, but he heard uh, he heard one of my records called In the House. Um, yeah, In the House. He heard that record. He fought with it. He, taught, he gave me a beat. Uh, I was in a session with this kid from Brooklyn um, named Your Highness, uh, another up-and-coming dude. He's pretty mm. cool. Um, in a session with him when I first got here, and he was like, yo, my man's rap, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting back here like, yo, he's blowing my shit. <laughs> 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 and like, and then As always. <laughs> and then this thing, you know, you know, he heard it join. He tossed me this uh, this record, and uh, it turned out to be the song that we have that was on my mixtape that we released pre-Leap of Faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I was just doing some Jack and Beat situation, you know what I'm saying? We put our own little spin to him. Um, and it was called Juice. Mm. And he was like, yo, we got to do a fucking project. <laughs> and I was like, let's get it. And then, uh, you know, it's been it's been a little journey. We've been working on this project for like two and a half years. Had some wow. ups and downs, you know, right. as far as like studios and stuff like that. But, you know, the regular shit, the artist shit. But, um, yeah, we had some good shit. Come out in these uh, in these last two years. So. So, so, what made you actually come? You say you're from North Carolina, right? Facts. So, what made you come from North Carolina back up to the East Coast? Uh, yeah. c- I was doing shows here frequently. Okay, frequently. Um, the first show I ever did here was uh, at Webster Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not a bad, <laughs> not, not a bad for bad show. Manu- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I did that uh, Webster Hall, and um, after that I started getting some more calls, some uh, more frequent calls to come up. So I was coming up maybe twice a month, mm. uh, doing little shows, doing some showcases. And um, at this time, I was hit up by this producer. I ain't gonna say his name because he a fuck boy for what he did. Oh, so shit. yeah, so <laughs> I got hit up by this by this clown. And uh, I was like, he was gassing me up, like, yo, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he, he actually, he produced, um, he had production credits on Mercy. So he was. <laughs> just about to Wikipedia this shit. No, I'm just kidding. But this guy. I, I think I know where he's going with this. <laughs> but yeah, so the guy, you know, I, I fuck with you. I've been following you, blah, blah, blah. From Jersey? Huh? From Jersey? Nah, he's from New York. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like. Radar went I'm on. trying to fit. I'm like, mm. <laughs> mental but radar. <laughs> instead of sending beats back and forth, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna just pull up. I'd rather work on the project and we collab. You know what I'm saying? So I paid him bread. You know what I'm saying to take care of the mm. project. And get up here, he was giving me bottom of the barrel tracks and like me and this guy about scrapped and everything. Mm. And then um oh you scrapped almost almost oh, oh. almost scrapped. Damn, Damn, sounds like YG and DJ Mustard. 
<laughs> no, they just got a new track. <laughs> Do they but they oh, was they actually cool track. though. But, oh, but they was actually cool though. Yeah, but no. you know, so just basically doing the shows and then the produ- uh, the producer saying he wanted to work is what had me coming up here. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna just pull up and be in the mix. And uh, yeah, so as soon as I got up here, that's when you know, I was like the future meme in the in the whirlwind. Like, oh <laughs> shit, like, shit, <laughs> shit just started happening. You know that's what I'm dope. saying? Uh, no, I'm talking about bad ways. Like oh, living dope. situation nah. didn't oh. fall through, so I, that's how I crash landed in Newark. Right. Uh, <laughs> wow. And then you know, the guy, the producer. <clears throat> But, you know, everything started coming around full circle, linked up with Pro, and got into a... God is good. Yeah, look at God. <laughs> look at Nas. <laughs> and, oh, no. <laughs> Yo, Lewis. Don't piss <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <You're> crazy. <laughs> and then, you know, everything's been uh, forward motion since then. A couple of step setbacks, but, you know, keep pushing. Where did the title of Leap of Faith come from? Because, obviously, that's a pretty significant like phrase it is so where did that come from um it just it came from we were just having conversations me and pro a lot of times we go in the studio and we just talk like try to uh, create a vibe and he was like yo you had to be like you had to have some kind of blessing over you like to just come up here just to be like fuck it and drop everything right Mm. and i was like yeah man you know what i'm saying you gotta take that leap sometimes and then he's like, grandma, I'm like, yo, that's it. Leap of faith. Aww. That's dope. That's a good producer. I mean, yeah, because I was going to say, like, coming from North Carolina to New York, not even knowing what your definite situation is going to be is definitely, like, a leap of faith. So Exactly. That makes sense. And then it, it has so much depth. The title in its own, it has so much depth where it can, it can be a continuation. Because there's different sides you can always tell of this situation. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you could tell, like, while taking this leap of faith, like what happened in the love category, what happened mm. in the 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 pursuit of the music, what happened just in your everyday fucking life while taking this leap of faith. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it left such a broad spectrum. It was like, yo, that's when the wheels just started turning. And uh, that's what we decided. That's dope. You mm. know? That's really dope. Wow. That's crazy. That's real. Well, we appreciate you being here. You know, I'm glad what you got planned for here. the rest of the year? Um, so right now I got a single out uh, called How It Goes featuring M. Rose. I got the Laced video out, which you mentioned. It's doing pretty good. I still need people to click and share that thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's been out for like a month and a half. I'll watch it. It's dope. You know, and then uh, we had over 12K with no mm. big promotion, no nothing like that. I the girl is rapping in the mirror. That's my favorite part. Yeah. She's so cute. She <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, shout out to Kat for pulling <laughs> up for the kids. She's from Jersey. Dope. Yeah. Um. So I got something dope coming up with How It Goes. Mm. We had to pull a get in our Diddy 2000 uh, bag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got a part two coming Y'all up Y'all home shaking over there? That's, that's, you that's know, what we doing? Hey, it depends. You know, never <laughs> know with pro, man. Yeah. Never know with pro. This guy, man, his production, his level of production and how he pieced together music is so, like, precise and so, like, nice. it's crazy, man. So I, I'm interested to see what he come up with so I can see what the fuck I'm going to come up with for this part two. Right. But uh, we got something special coming up with that. Uh, probably Sleep of Faith drop? Or have you not decided yet? Not decided yet. Mm. Not decided yet. Or he just doesn't want to tell me. You know, yeah. maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? We got a video for that coming as well. And then if everything is, um, you know, the buzz is where it needs to be, then, you know, the project could come soon after. I just want to make it, make sure everything count. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. 
because you know niggas up here ain't got time to be playing everything yeah. got to count. No, that's true. <laughs> that's you know really what I'm true. saying? But you know what? You know what? I appreciate that you you're taking your time and your craft and making mm-hmm. it you your perfection. You know, nothing's perfect. Nothing but facts. The to, closest to thing where to you're it. happy. Yeah, and, and you know, because there's a lot of people out here, and this is for artists everywhere. You look. Take your time and don't rush it. Because a lot of people like to rush it. It's like, oh, I need this out here and I need this out, so I need to get this out here. Take your time. Like, time is for you. You're the one making your time, making the pressure for yourself. Mm-hmm. There's people that are, what, 32, 33, that are just being heard for the first time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these things take time, but at Tell least make me. sure everything that you put out is quality. Mm. Has to be. Because if it's not, you never know when somebody's going to listen. And if there's something that's not quality, that one bad song that you didn't take time on mm-hmm. could screw you all up and you can have 10 great songs. Yeah, don't be 2015 Gucci. Damn. Where you put, no, where you put out a you project out, every fucking out, month. Out, out, out. Don't no. do that shit. Cause we, ha, do you remember the fifth mixtape he put out from jail? No. no. You don't remember anything. He put out so much, <laughs> so much content so in such a but, small amount of time. Where? Don't oversaturate yourself. You can't. But just make sure everything you put out is quality. Because that's what you're doing so far. It's, Thank it's you. quality. I definitely so. appreciate that. We take, we take pride of take pride in that that quality aspect. Because like you said, bro, it could be like that one song, like, you, f- you know how uh, cats stalk people on uh, social media. Yes. Listen to my shit. Yeah. And then oh. and then fuck around and they no, click on that it. one song and it's you sounding like you're recording in the shower, in the bathroom with the shower <laughs> on and yeah. the toilet flushing. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that sounds like some shit I would I've do to my kid, though. <laughs> like, I've seen people like Rob Markman gives him an opportunity and Rob actually listens to music when, when it's sent to him and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like... He's the only real is, one left to me. Th- this is what you sending me? <laughs> it's like, yo, at least take your time and perfect it. Like, it, it may not, you know, you may not have a million dollars or whatever, but at least make it sound like you're trying to make quality. Don't come out and just bring some bullshit with the re- n- n- natural reverb because you're in a basement somewhere and the quality of the mic is trash. Right. Like, <laughs> right. And, and the thing is, you just got to... um. You have to invest in yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that goes with everything. With every fucking thing. Because at the end of the day, the money that you spend on the J's on Saturday is the money you could go to a studio. Mm-hmm. Or even if you recorded it at home, you can take that and go get it mastered for real. Your homeboy can't master your track in your basement, in your bedroom. Facts. Exactly. There's no such thing. Facts. In your bedroom. You know what I'm saying? My man can't master your shit in his, in his oh. iPhone headphones. Right. You feel me? So you that money you spend doing that, you know, take that to go get mastered. Yeah. That it's New York City. There's plenty of places. You know what I'm saying? We chose Sterling. You know what I'm saying? And that's a blessing too. I mean, a lot of things fucking with pro men, a lot of things that a kid from Forest City, North Carolina, that says he's a rapper. Like, <laughs> would never fucking see. Savannah, right. Georgia. There's people that say that they're these rappers. Like, everybody from these random cities will say they're rappers, but you got to be really about it with the quality, and that's... Well, I think that's what exactly. sets people out, because everybody is, quote-unquote, a rapper these days. It's the same it's so way easy. of, like, like influencers. Like, if you say you're an influencer, <laughs> you say you're a rapper. It's so... Unfortunately, the, the label of that is so oversaturated mm-hmm. now that it, it sucks it, when you have to tell people what is. you do. Thank you, I social do music. Media. It sucks because it's just yeah, exactly. Because it's <laughs> right. kind of just like like you, he could go tell someone I'm an MC, and they'd be like, "Cool, you All probably right. sound like fucking Lil Yachty over here." Right. No, 
Like, right. I'm putting out real bars and real shit. Cool, you probably sound like some flex freestyle person rather than like a rapper that can make actual well, songs well, and music. Put, yeah. Putting quality out, though. But he's putting he quality has. freestyles out. It doesn't right, right, right. But um, that, songs are different but stories. He's, he's got Cassidy's and Papooses. They don't have necessarily hit records. No, well, the homie Nick Grant was over there. He, his yeah. album oh, was cool. Oh, of course. Cool. Oh, of course. But I'm saying, he's like, you, you, you get what I'm saying, I right? I mean, he's just starting. My, that guy came out of nowhere. And from where he's from is like Grant, far from where I'm from. So he's in. he was in from the sticks. I'll say, I'll say Nick Grant <laughs> and Chaz Grant are, I mean, are my, uh, Chaz French. Chaz, Fr- Chaz, Chaz French. French. Wow. Yo, I, I seen Chaz. him at SOB. Chaz French put on a good Chaz show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's grinded. He's the one person I think that is rapping the DMV the best mm. right now. Yo, for like really? Like for real. Who else? He but does Wale. Is all, yeah, that I is mean, true. but Wale has also, you know, upgraded and, and it's not, it's, he hasn't left it or ditched it he just upgraded but even to me he lives in what is he live in la now or yeah something? i mean of so, course as yeah. he should but it's the same way asap rocky isn't about new york anymore right he never but, was though he it, had a uh houston sound well yeah true well there's a lot of people like even designer designer has an atl sound if you, <laughs> if you, yo designer puts our heads i don't get yo, what but what i was gonna says. say is you gotta look there's one thing about designer i, I absolutely I respect him. So that man, much. you're in a room with designer, and that man like will lift up. He will lift up your mood. Yo, His I seen him on uh, Jameer's. <laughs> I seen him the on Jameer. Yeah. yeah, in the backseat. Yeah, and he's J- already getting you Jameer was like, yeah. right now, right now. <laughs> yo, His energy Hilarious. is so great. He came into hot. Yes, and he came into hot. The first thing he did was like, yo, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Yeah. Like, that's the way he greets people. He doesn't just talk like that for cameras. He literally just acts like that. Right. That's how he talks. He's the most. He's like the most grateful person to be in this industry of anyone else. Oh, uh-huh. absolutely. And he should and that's be. What I, love. I mean, look, like, he's lucky. Yeah. He's very lucky, he's very to, be, lucky. to have the opportunities he had. Because nobody can understand what the fuck he's saying, but he still made a mumble he rap. Could actually, hit. No, 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 no. no. Super, he could actually talk and he actually yeah, rap. Yeah. Look at the hot box with enough before before Panda really, really popped off. Mm-hmm. He's really rapping. He was a, a little he was a little calmer. He yeah, was a little he's calmer. Really rapping. So that well, man. I guess this all brings us to our my next topic that mm-hmm. like I was going to have for the day. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the state of hip hop today. Ooh, nice. That's what I want to talk about. It's about to get deep. Yeah, no, but I want to talk about it because at the end of the day, people have been complaining about it, but we've also been seeing good, good quality music from both veterans and new cats in the past three weeks alone. Mm-hmm. We have a Ross mm-hmm. album, but we also have a Drake album. Facts. And they're both fucking, to me... I'm actually approving of both. And to me, I'm always like, eh, with Rick Ross. Like, I love Rick Ross, but at the same time, I'm not worshiping him. This album is fucking quality. He's underrated. I fucking can't stand Drake, and everybody knows it. I fucking love more life. Love it. It's, it's better than views. Happy as fuck. No, it's better than Oh, views. God, by a landslide. To me, Rick Ross's album is very underrated right now. It's not being talked about enough. Oh, right? Everybody and, went, like, as, everybody's kind of looking at it like the J. Cole album. Like, they're dismissing it. Like, like oh, we like the first listen, but that's, no, it's fucking quality. Well, you, well, you know what happened, Ross? Ross for couple years he kept trying to do these hits and, and oh. it all sounded like for like two three years straight hood like, billionaire never happened i don't care no. what nobody said nah, that nah, didn't nah, happen it's it just he kept i love that k michelle track though oh yeah but he kept putting stuff out <laughs> that you know sounded the same trying yeah. to keep that sound yeah he went back to the essence on this one facts and it works for him like he yo he this man can pick out beats and those soul beats Ooh. he knows how to pick them out funny way, that you said that with his ear being as great as it as it is, I, I I've always admired Rick Ross via his ear for track. As yeah. an executive producer, you know what I'm saying. But Whoa. this one is still not his best. Oh no, it's no, still no, no. Not, his oh, no, best. not his best. Like if you think of um, what was the record? Um, what was the record he put out where the first six songs was fucking. Cl- he was classic that off was... the first six songs. It had Tears of Joy on it. Um, all that stuff. 
You said the first? No, yeah, the first six songs no, was just but, but classic. I, I, I think it's his third album. I think that's where he's going with it. I forgot the name of it. It had Tears of Joy, Freemasons. Um, what else was on that record? Um, fuck. I got it on my Apple Music know. right here. Thank you, God. <laughs> but All man, I know is that Port of Miami is still my favorite fucking rock. For real? Really? Port of Miami is still my Port fucking my, favorite. Look. Yo, no beat, to, no beat besides Maybach Music 2. Two is my favorite, but no fucking beat to me is almost is like one of my favorites. Then push. I mean, I'm sorry, push. Uh, push it to the limit. No, blow. Blow? Oh, no, blow. Yo, that was my no. joint. That, that used to be my, my ringtone. That's when Dre was on his shit because he yes. had um Chevy Riding High at that Chevy time. Chevy Riding so, High yo, was fire. Chevy Riding so, High is uh, we would be what was that 07? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So uh, it's funny that you said Galant before because my boy had uh well my boy's father had like a, a gold Galant. So we will be riding out my boy's galant, uh-huh. windows down, listening to blow, Chevy riding hot, like uh-huh. um, pushing to the limit. That was our shit. <laughs> like we were just riding out out there, go to McDonald's or whatever, go to the mall, is riding out with the windows down to that. To me though, I, th- I my favorite Rick Ross album is Deeper Than Rap. Mm. Oh yeah, that's one magnificent. That's the one that Maybach music was tough. Maybach was Luxury Tax on that one? Luxury Tax was on the second album. Was Usual Suspects on that? Uh, I think so. On uh, Usual Suspects, I think, was on that. I think people that sleep on like Mastermind, shit. though. Yeah, oh, Usual I mean, Suspects honestly, I don't think people sleep on it. I think it's the fact that anytime I hear Mastermind brought up, it's always the, but y'all forgot about Mastermind. But everybody keeps bringing it up. So I'm like, is it forgotten? Because y'all keep bringing it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everybody says, oh, like, everybody's forgetting that Mastermind was dope. But a lot of people hated that album. And well, I don't get it. it I don't know why. Fu- like, I the in and like, outs? I just didn't like the Nobody cover by French Montana. That's the only song I hated, too. But I think like French doing this? I think that's what put a lot of people off, and that's why they're not giving that a chance. Because yeah. of that. Here's the thing. Especially New York. But his sampling even game on that shit? It was fucking even fire. if it's Diddy, and the best part of that song is Diddy going off. Yo, orange. yo, oh. where did he get that? Oh. And I heard no, and uh, War Ready and with heard, Jeezy, their re- their union. Oh, yeah, oh, yo, and I heard Diddy that like the whole thing that is even like he just goes the fuck off. Yes, like he just blew, like tore I mean, him into thank asshole. you, King Lowe's. Yeah. but still, yeah, he oh, was yeah. talking to King Lowe's, right? Wasn't he? Uh, no, I'm, I'm saying that King Lowe's. <laughs> King, uh, King Los does a lot for Diddy, if we're just oh, going well, to be frank. Well, the same way Janikiss did a lot for Kid Diddy Janet. in the other days. and Yeah, this, this, look. Yeah, I mean, like Diddy said, don't what worry if think? he write rhymes, he write we checks. Know, we know Diddy ain't I'm writing sorry. his rhymes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't worry <laughs> if he write rhymes, he write checks. Exactly. I know, but, but I, I love can't I take away his producer because Diddy will you produce like the hell out of an album. Oh, Los? Are you fu- uh, I'm going to say this right now. Yeah, King Los is dope. Super fire. What was The... Love Money War or the War? Yeah, his la- his recent his, album. Yo, cl- I'm 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 not gonna I'm not even gonna lie. Classic in five years. It didn't. Classic. I, I guarantee you, it didn't. No have skips the, for me. Yeah, yeah. It None. didn't have the push it should have had. It did, definitely didn't have the promotion it should have had. No, but. it's but it's also it's also not an album. It's not his debut. He's still working on his debut. That's actually a mixtape bought album. It's like the Chance Color, well, but yeah, it's yeah. not his actual debut. Here's, here's the thing about music, and you said the state of music today. Are we like super confused because we have? But what's these, a debut album? What's an album anymore? Most albums are mixtapes, mix quote unquote. Drake has a long ass playlist Chance, album. What the fuck? Chance the Rapper does not have an album out yet. But he has a he has three Grammys. But three Coloring Grammys. Book is probably the best to me. The best album to come out in 2016. Yeah, absolutely. It's better than I decided. To me, yes. 
Um, let me just talk about how Big Sean's I Decided album is one of the most missable albums, like forgettable albums of 2017. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Like, I'm not saying that I agree with that, but I'm saying that nobody is talking about it anymore. The same way that they were about Dark Dark Sky Paradise. Was his best body of work other than Detroit. Dark Sky Paradise. Amazing. His best album. Uh, His best album. Dark Sky Paradise. I say it's a tie. Was it with Dark uh, Dark Sky Paradise and I Decided? No, no, no. I like I Decided, but I don't think it's his best work. No. I I think think he he got got so personal. It was yeah, like, it and he and he was giving so Sunday many Morning gems. Jetpack is definitely one like one of the greatest fucking songs mm-hmm. on that shit. Right. But when I come to things like sacrifices, I'm like, this isn't what I wanted from you. He kind of threw me off with the stick to the blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was his Stop hook game. Playing. I think that's what killed him is his his hooks. That you know what he's in love now. And, I, and I'm not saying that, but, but, but like did Mary he make J. all those songs while he was in love is the question. Mm. I think he made some of them. Look, it's like Mary J. We know Mary. We're all looking forward to this Mary J. Album God. because she's heartbroken now. I think it was a little <laughs> Yo, bit. That's true. It's a little bit. That's with, fucked up. But it's a little just bit of the no, same thing with Big Sean. Same with Keisha Cole. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Keisha Cole. Yo, they, they, and they, they show. Pour, Only good when they pour their emotions into Ooh. their music. Yeah, you can't make the same music about same it. Same with Drake. Same with Drake. Big Sean, Dark Sky Paradise. He poured all of his emotion into that album, and a great, great production. It, it was a great. It album. was okay production. It Decent. was not Dark it wasn't Sky Paradise best. to me. It was not Dark, Dark Sky Paradise. No, that's why I said I'm talking about Dark Sky Paradise. Oh, I th- oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about. I decided. No, no, I decided. That's what yeah, I'm saying. No, no, I, you're right. You I, that I decided that. took a little bit of a step back because we had such a high standard already mm-hmm. from Dark Sky Paradise that he didn't have the same emotion. Didn't have the he same also wasn't an MC I think it was, on I Decided. I think it was, it was a an different. M- fucking, remember Paradise? Yeah, he went all. He was an Yo, MC. Paradise and he is came the greatest with all my verses. Fault. Like he was an MC and you know, was, on on a I have Dark Sky Fire Paradise. freestyle. And I was, but I decided the only time he was an MC was like Sunday morning Jetpack. Maybe no. Uh, I would say uh, the Eminem track. The Eminem track is dope. Oh nah, my come god! On. All right, Eminem. let's talk about that. Yes. <laughs> Eminem, goat, right? But at this point in time, it was like, what was you rapping about, M? <laughs> like that's no, yeah, that's how th- I feel. To be honest, all re- he wasn't all, really re- saying all respects to M. Uh, like so that was M does. that was the second album I ever bought in life. Machiavelli was first, and uh, the Slim Shady. The LP. Slim Shady LP? Yeah, okay. that was the second album I ever bought in my life. And uh, <laughs> Rap and Kill You got me slapped in the mouth in my mom's van <laughs> twice. <laughs> Thank you, Eminem. But Hearing him on uh, on that record with Sean, it was just like, oh, M. Uh, All right, M. No, I feel you. I, and he I, just I kept going that. about what? Well, M, M will do that every once in a while. He'll just start talking stuff, and you're like, what? But he had the Trump line, and you're like, yes! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But, 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 but M will do that sometimes. Honestly, though, the second uh, Marshall Mathers LP was just not good. It was. Oh no! Not His good. last two albums, which which really very good. like set off my tone for how I feel about him. But that's because it's we... like at the end of the day, you see. I mean, I'm not gonna say that like like you have a Jay Z mm-hmm. who who is still providing. Like I'm not a I'm not a Jay Z fan. We've known this, and everybody hates me for it. But You're he's at human. least. Pro- but he at least is providing still like quality verses. Yes. So how can you not be a fan if you if it's fact that he? Because I don't prefer him. I just don't prefer him. Uh-huh. It's not about like hating she... him. Not like. Okay, so here's what happened. Uh-huh. Nas <laughs> made Ether, and then <laughs> and then Jay Z came back with Takeover, she... and since that day. She will never forgive Jay again. Uh, I've, no, it's I've not, heard it's her go on a Nas rant on the show. And, and, and then what happened was Jay was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make up with you. We're friends now." 
but you can sign under me with Def Jam. And then again, she's like, and be my little bitch. We'll see. Damn. I thought he was this little bitch. No, you nah, see how angry she is gem. right now. She is. So she's <laughs> the only reason she doesn't like Jay's because she's a not stand. No, it's, but honestly, that yes, I will completely acknowledge that is like definitely ever. like a 70 percent contra- contribution. But what it is is that if you're gonna be braggadocious, be full fledged. Be Cameron. Be like in your fucking face. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm better than you, bitch. Because I like that in rap. Don't be like, yeah, like, I got everything in this world. Bomb humble, though. That's what I don't like. And that's how Jay is, feels to me, like, when his, with his music. And everybody loves that because at the end of the day, he's got a Picasso painting and it's they smooth. still see him as humble. It's smooth. To me, I don't think he's like the most humble person. And I, I just well, no. don't, I don't. Have you met him? No, 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 I'm saying it in his raps. I'm talking okay. strictly musically. Okay. Because okay. I don't know him as a person. I've heard things and stories of people that have worked with him. And not always heard. I've heard great stories. I've heard terrible stories. The same way I've heard about Nas. I've heard great stories. I've heard terrible stories. So at the end of the day, I can't judge until I meet either facts, of them. Facts, facts, But musically, if you're going to be... I, I like either not at all braggadocious rap or over the top braggadocious rap. I don't like in the in between because to me it feels like... It's not necessarily genuine on either side. Okay, like you're That's not genuine. You're not genuinely humble, but you're also not genuinely a sure, uh, secure about how <laughs> braggadocious you're being. So to me, I'm just kind of like brag about that shit. Like be Cameron, because to me, I'm, at the end of the day, when I meet Cameron, I'm never gonna take him being humble seriously ever. <laughs> well, he tried that and he and he broke that off. He, but he, he doesn't care about, about me did doing that. Did you see that. his new uh, his new video, his new track? No. So he you, he went back to sampling like weird shit that you shouldn't be sampling. So he did um <laughs> like what? Like, what was oh, it like fantasy remember, by Earth remember, Wind Fire? Remember when you did the freestyle to Oh What a Night? Yeah. yeah. Yo, but I remember Duke the God cut it off on the mixtape. I think it was a K Slay mixtape. And he cut it off and we, me and my friends, we would play that one minute and a half. We're like, yo, this is about to be the hottest shit ever. And then a couple of years ago, Duke the God came out with like the album, whatever, with all the shit that never came out. And he finally put the full version out. And me and my boys are like, yes, he got the whole version out. And the shit was not as good no. as the first minute and third. I was so upset. <laughs> and like took my my childhood away, but <laughs> um, he did. That's he, how I felt about when I heard Nas on Top Down. I'm like, oh, there's a version with Nas on Top Down. That beat yes, is fucking fire. And, and then he, you're like, I want the Swiss Beats version. I mean, and I, Swiss I, Beats doesn't talk about his shit. And Swiss Beats Damn. as a rapper is the most painful it's bad. fucking. It's bad because you want him to be good, but the production is you so want good. Him to be so damn good. Nah, like nah. money in the fucking bank. <laughs> God damn that it, pro- That beat was so fire. Oh, that whole so album, good. One Man Bam Man is a fucking fire album yeah. production. Yeah, but like you just hear him in the I mean, because he, he's a producer, you yeah. know? Nah, but, but. Okay, question though. Yeah. We having all this New York rap talk. Yeah. As Ooh. far as the South, as far as the South go. Jeezy. And you want to know something? Oh, that God. is the only trap rapper I stand by because he is he's woke. the alpha of. The trap, yeah. Because, because him only, and Tip. Because he'll use a future type beat, but speak about shit on it. Right. Like yeah. he's saying something, and he also still, and his voice still sounds like a turn up for a party. Like you can jam you can. out yeah. to woke ass music because of Jeezy, and that's Facts. why I fucking his verse of him. He's going back to War Ready, that verse on what he Bro. floated on that. I mean, shit. I'm not gonna lie though, he kind of sucked on Dead Presidents on Ross's new album. New album, it wasn't kinda a sucked. good. It wasn't a good Is one. They should have left it at that's War fine. Ready. Is it to me? And, and, and but just trap, going, it, trap, or trap or Die 3, he gave us, like, what was it, 15, 18 tracks of pure, pure fire. Well, that's, fine that. well, that's what I was going to say. Is But in in a way, do you think Jeezy stopped growing? In yeah. a way, this, yeah. is, this, this is it. This he is what you're getting cap. out of Jeezy. T- yeah. TM 103, he reached his cap. 
He was good. And t- oh, but man, he was solidified. That was a fire ass album. That's when you, he reached like because he started because you know what you know where I, you know where I realized the growth came from when he did uh, Traft with Jill Scott and it was the the spoken word mm-hmm. song and I was like okay this is out of his element but he still sounds good as fuck. But right. is it out of his element? A little. I mean, at, from his previous shit, yes. Like TM one hundred one and the inspiration. It was not stuff he usually does. No, right. Um, and, and, but he was also still trying to be, you know, like, cause he, everybody looked at him as though, like, he was like Obama's little rap savior oh, absolutely. Right. for putting the, my president, president is black, black out, right. which was smart. So he it had to go back and be like, no, but I'm still about this hip hop shit. And I'm also still about this other branching out into other elements of hip hop shit. And right. that's what I appreciate about him about, and, and like he did a, what was it? Kush and OJ. OJ okay. Kush uh, with no, that uh, was... Fab and Wiz, I think. Yeah. That's, that track was not typical Jeezy either. It was calm. Like, you hear a calm collected. You hear more of a love track with Leave You Alone. But I think he's best when he's doing all of that than yeah. when he's just sticking to, yeah, I, I'm still, because you're not in a trap no more. So it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can still rap about this trap shit. Mm-hmm. I think that's where his problem is lying now. And I'm not saying some, yeah. some of his stuff is good. But I think... I'm like, I don't want to hear this from Jeezy anymore. I want to hear a little more growth. Right. Because yeah. you're older no, I'm, now. I'm not mad at that. You're and not doing this shit no but more. But honestly, he tried that with Church in These Streets and it didn't, it necess- didn't work out. It didn't work out full. I mean, I, th- I thought Church in These Streets, like what he was saying was dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I thought Win is a Win was like. I, I honestly, I can't name a song off that album. Oh, I love And that was I just mean, like last year, right? I'm just biased She's with also that. Jeezy's I'm, bi- I love, I'm biased I love Jeezy's with that. But like, and I thought it was a great album. Like, I, I thought he also had really good features. But so like, it was an example of basically showing that at the end of the day, he has growth. Right. And he can speak mm-hmm. on woke topics at the same time with trap beats. Yes. Yeah. But it didn't necessarily it didn't, work. It didn't resonate, yeah. I love, I love the fact that him and Ross, when it's time to rap, they go when it's time to rap i mean come on ross's ross's verses on freemason on any song he was uh on uh tears of joy that's one of the greatest rap songs ever in my opinion yes uh because CeeLo, his voice was so haunting on it yo CeeLo is one of like the top fucking rap features quietly and nobody fucking recognizes what how how can you though how can you get out or get out or get goody mob Get up or get out. Oh yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. But I that think that's what weird. it is. People are like, like eh, he's kind of fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> and so he kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I finished what you were saying. But like, <laughs> but see, like, cast like, okay, automatically, GZ Ross tip. Yes. And then Luda. you know, Luda's the the best feature rapper absolutely. from the South. I feel. Yeah. I mean, not for he today's might be the best standards. They, they, nobody wants to hear Luda right now, of course. Unfor- unfortunately. Because that album he, he put out was put cool. Out he came out song. with a new single yeah. today. Terrible. Today? Swear to God. Not good. Oh, no, no. I'm not playing. He no, came out with a new good. single today with Ty Dolla Sign. Not good. And it sampled the thong song. No, it was terrible. Oh, that was trash. Yeah. I can tell you. <laughs> it's called, <laughs> it's called Vitamin it. D, and I'll let y'all guess what the D stands for. Oh. It's not good. Doritos? Yeah. Doritos. We're going to pretend it's Doritos. Doritos. I wish it was. And but the thing is, my point going back to it in the state of hip hop, and not only the state of hip hop, but the state of hip hop in the South, being somebody, uh, being a hip hop artist from the mm-hmm. South, where is it left? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Where is it left? Like now, Nick Grant has got a shot. Cole has made his sta- staple, but he That's had to leave the South to do so. Yeah. And then you got, then where? We got people like Rhapsody that's lost in the sauce, but where she should mm-hmm. be standing out on the in the forefront with the S on her chest. You know what I'm saying? And then there's hella talent in North Carolina alone. 
as hella talent. I've heard that. I have, I have heard that. I just wish that they were. They did get some more exposure so that. Why don't know. they? Let's go. Why don't they get more exposure? Having having a label, having a couple of label meetings and meetings with A and R's. I've been told like they was like you from North Carolina. Oh, that's the black hole. I'm surprised you even got a little something shaking out mm. there. You know what I'm saying? Right? They call us the black hole, and it's crazy because I mean I I don't know if you guys are familiar with De Niro Farrar. Yes. Yes. Like Not that's really. I, I have. That's the homie, though. Mm-hmm. Like, we came up in the same open mic scene. Like, that's the homie. Yeah. And he's, in, I think he his case is interesting because he created his wave. It was like, he called his shit cult rap. And he, cult rap? Yeah. <laughs> but he created his wave. It's like a What does he mean vibe-y. by cult rap? Uh, like having a cult fan base? Like yes. Lo- like a Logic yes. and G-Eazy, yes. I would say? Yeah, yeah, like a MGK type fan base. Like, no matter fucking what. He he's gonna sell out. He's, he's gonna, gonna sell out his yeah. venue. That's really what you have to do with the, these days. If you are from anywhere but any, but like the three major cities. Facts. Even if you're in the three major cities, you, yeah. you still need that. You got to take over. Like the occult following in New York is by borough. Yes, I've I discovered that. Yep, and that's something dope that I do. Like having that store, I created a fucking platform. Summertime, I had DJs. I dropped the uh, the pre-leap tape. I had DJ out there. The whole fucking neighborhood standing out in front of the store, and I'm rapping and shit. Well, that's dope. Mm. You know yeah, what I'm that's saying? The, that's the way to do it. This summer, I plan exactly. on doing some dope shit with some dope friends that I made for the right. summertime. You know what I'm saying? Like, have some artists come and perform, do pop-up shops, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And this is like, I feel like that's a missing art. Like, a lot of people, like you were saying, how yeah. some of the dumb shit gets glorified so much but we complain about not having dope music no we have dope music it's out there you have to support it though yes support you know it. what i'm saying well, one find it and find support it, it support it. a lot it. of people don't want to search for it yeah and that's another thing because how is that how i feel about r&b like i'm so tired of hearing r&b is dead but it's like it's out there there's it's a lot of good r&b right, right? Now. and not only that there's a lot of veterans that we used to worship that still put out quality shit quality Maya, tunes let me tell you what's yo Frank. she is so beautiful in person oh my she was in the VIP section behind me, <laughs> and I was like, ah, <laughs> the whole time, like, she was looking like an Instagram honey. Like, in somebody person. like, yo, like, music soul child. Yeah, he can't, oh, like, people hate it. People hate it when he went to Purple Love Bug Monkey thing. <laughs> what, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck yeah. it was. It was bad. It was really fucking bad. Purple Love Bug Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what it was. Like, he no. had the mask on. Yeah, the fucking it, it was just bad. It was the really purple monkey, yo. It, it was just really bad. That should be the name of your mixtape. No, but <laughs> <laughs> but what ha- he came out with an album. Yeah, everybody's like, I want Music Soul Child back. He came out with an album, and no one supported it. Like a straight up Music Soul Child. Yeah, album. it was like the one that had that wedding song on it, like the engaged song. Uh, what was yeah. that? It was a great song. I do. Though. And it happened I last do. year. Mm-hmm. And no one supported but, no, it. No, but I know why. The hustle. <laughs> Well, yeah, the hustle was, just, it, was the just, hustle. it was really bad. But uh, when the hustle came, <laughs> and the reason he created the hustle because he was mad that nobody was supporting his music. Yeah. So then everybody goes, "Be music soul child again. I want to support your music." And then, then he, he comes back his music soul child, and nobody supports his music. Yeah. As far no, as R and B goes, though, if I was a singer, I could never be a singer because I wouldn't know what to do with my hands. But if I knew, <laughs> if I was a singer, I would want to be Tyrese. 
Oh, dead Like, he's the oh, fucking, my. he has the fucking manliest singing so voice. Let me just fucking say. Oh, God. This, no, no, no. Let me just say about Tyrese, uh, while I don't agree with his fucking opinions on women at all. I think it's oh. trash. Well, let's stick to the it's, music. No, no, but music-wise, let me just say that that man has put, the last two albums he's put out have been probably some of the best fucking Amazing. R&B Black on, uh, out Black there. Rose. I said Black, Black Rose. Rose was really good. Amazing. And the one, and the, one, uh, the one, it had like, I got a chick. It had, fuck, it had a Luda feature. I forget, but that shit was fire. It was did, probably like three years before it. Did you hear him saying, um, uh, what was it, Shame in Patti LaBelle's oh. Kitchen? Oh yo, my god. That shit's amazing. Like, I'm a rap guy, and but stay from his last out. Yo, yo, he crazy. pours his heart out. But Tank is silently also killing shit. Oh, yeah. Let's just say that. He's, well, he's, he's super, super Yeah, but like Tank is like Tank and Avant put out solid shit almost and Joe. I can't <gasps> fuck with Avant. Joe. Why? Like, kinda I don't like R. Kelly and I feel like he's a watered down R. Kelly. Wait, 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 wait. I wait, love R. Kelly as a like, writer, but as a singer, I feel like he just screams. All right, so Tiz is out of the picture for now. Oh, so, fuck. So, Louie, this is a conversation <laughs> between you and I. Because, <laughs> even Brandon is like, I'm just saying. No. He has, a, he has one of the best pins. 12 is a classic album. And it's I'm probably not, one of the greatest R&B albums of all time. It is. His pen is immaculate. I just feel like live. See, me singing live, If you, I might like a song, but I'll love it once I hear you sing it live. He sounds pretty good live. I've heard I, I've oh heard him live a couple he, times. He can still do the My Mind's Telling Me No just like the album. Yes, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> just like the song. Or Turn Back to Hands of Time. I heard it, oh it, it sounded like the album version. Why don't oh, woman loves. Oh, uh, shit. And that's a new shit, and he still does that shit. I like, believe I can fly. Uh, oh, okay. I talk, no, I don't want to talk about that because I performed that in like seventh fucking grade. Did you? Yeah. So when he was in his little... uh. How did that work out? Uh, I didn't get the fuck. I requested that my white ass school sing that for a graduation for seventh grade. <laughs> and guess who didn't fucking get a solo? The bitch who requested it. <laughs> so fuck them. Because I sound like shit when I sing for real. So I don't even blame them. Oh, but still, so, I mean, like oh, I should at least be able to do the fucking ad libs. I know them. Y'all yeah. don't. I watch Space Jam religiously. <laughs> so you want to do the woo? Yeah, exactly. That's all you need. Thank needed. you. That's but all no. you needed. Just a little recognition in there. Nobody gave a fuck about me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, moving um, this we're gonna move on from R. Kelly because <clears> I'm next. about to get upset. Don't no, just don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> but how do you guys feel about like how do you feel about rap moving forward? Because a lot of people have been arguing about the fact that wh- one tweet I did see that I thought was extremely important was that somebody mentioned how, as far as party music and mm-hmm. how saying oh like conscious rap doesn't get any love because party music is all about like dumb shit and back in the day there was that you know with vanilla ice and mc hammer talking about nothing but to me i'm looking at the past and i'm like that's not the only party music that there was you had method man with all i need with mary j blige as a number Mm. one hit you had ll cool j as a number one hit with like mama said knock you out was also a hit in the club Mm. headsprung is a fucking hit 10 years later like you can have artists and you had dmx who wasn't who had hits yes like people in the people were being played in the club who actually spoke shit so my question is, is like, how do you feel about today's state when we have, you know, the little Yachty's and the little Uzi's, but then you also have like the Kendricks and Coles who don't necessarily get that club play. I respect, you know what it is? I, re- I respect it only because look, we're saying the same shit that mm-hmm. generations before us were saying. Exactly. We're about- only saying, oh, this music's of the little <laughs> Yachty's. Out of the-. But then before that, who was this DMX guy? Jay-Z, he's not talking yeah. about nothing. Before that. 
ladies love cool James. Like, yeah. what the hell is mm-hmm. look that ha- this happens every generation. And a That's Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah, Snoop Doggy Dog. Doggy Murder style. was a case. What's that? Who is this two pack shaker? <laughs> two pack shaker. Like, I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> I just but got it. I think we need to appreciate where we're at right now. Because I think we are very balanced right now. You do have the little yachties in the world, and you yeah. have Percocets, Molly and Percocets. Who I and look all at that. as like an MC Hammer um, Vanilla Ice type. But, but you also have the Kendricks and the J. Coles, who, with their imagery, with their lyrics, with their themes, they're actually um, putting hip hop forward. And then you have the hip hops, you have the Drake. And, and believe it or not, Drake hops on something, whether you like it or not. And Drake has been good on hopping on different waves lately. But that wave he hops on becomes some sort of trend. Look at all the Afrobeat sampled music now. Absolutely. Okay. That's true. Uh, you have a Shape of You. Ed Sheeran over here oh. sampling Afrobeat music. And it's probably the, what, the biggest song out right now? Yeah, it's Facts. one of them. Yeah, like, absolutely. Who started that? If yeah. you say Drake, I'm going to fucking punch you Unfortunately, in the face. Drake is the one that brought this to the mainstream. Again. Wait, I'm sorry. Does Sean Paul not exist? Again, but but that's what I said. But where's but where's <laughs> but where's Sean Paul been? Like he people, was on fucking cheap thrills. I know. I don't give a fuck. He that's did not disappear. But then that's Sia. Sia's amazing. So you give it to Sia, and Sia's Sia's great. That was actually supposed to be Rihanna's song. Yeah, it yeah, was. yeah. She wrote that's the whole song. It, was, it didn't sound. They wanted like a diamond type of. They said right. they wanted a diamond sort of song, and Sia was like, "All right, well, I guess C- I'll take this for myself." Sia's really dope. Have Cia, you ever seen you her live? Did you know that Sia's whole yeah. out? Well, no, I haven't seen her live. I've seen like her dance. But you can't though. tell. You can't tell if she's really. Did you know that Sia's <laughs> no, whole? But it's amazing. Sia's amazing. whole last album with like the Cheap Thrills yeah. is all songs that should have been for other people. She said yeah. all of them. Mm. And I'm like, that's crazy. That, that is crazy. Because you're making hits yourself just with your own voice. Like, why? It's crazy how that happens. And same with Megan Trainer. All of her songs were supposed to be for other people too. That goes to show you. But go back to hip hop. Like <laughs> Sorry. no, 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 no. It's real. My ass can talk about this no, but thing. it's great. It's music. But going back to hip, like I think we're in a great place right now. I think we need to appreciate it and support the people that deserve, you know, the support. Because while you have the Big Sean's, where you have the J Cole, where you have um, Kendrick. You have a King Lowe's. You, you have, have a Vince Staples. And, and those people aren't getting enough love. At all. Mm-hmm. And they have a great following. But I, I think those kind of people deserve more love. Mm-hmm. That's true. But That's you know true. what? You know what I thought about, though? Like, is like people keep saying like, oh, stuff from like, like classic hits in hip hop that were like party music at the time isn't really that conscious just because it had a but think about it at the end of the day grandmaster flash the message right has a message it's like a jungle sometimes that makes me wonder how i keep from going under but that was also the beginning of hip-hop but that's what i'm saying is that even from the beginning they were partying like everybody wants to use rapper's delight as the example of oh it doesn't mean anything there's no no thing they don't know at the end of the day that was just the big first hit that doesn't mean that wasn't what they were playing when like fucking cool herc was on the fucking right turntables they were fucking playing disco when people were rapping over it, saying mm-hmm. real shit, talking about the neighborhood, talking about the world, talking about the oppression. Yeah. But you know, and it p- bothers me that people keep saying that shit. Like, people were jamming to that. Absolutely. But, you know, people were saying the same thing. I'm going to go to the 2000s. Because, mm-hmm. to me, all of this really changed in, like, 95, 96, when, mm-hmm. it, when, when things really started was gritty, popping. Right. You know, Super pe- gritty. But if things were gritty, but... The corporates were starting to get into hip hop. Uh-huh. Yeah, like people really, you know, the LL Cool Mr. Smith was. Which like, I think that Russell Simmons kind of put over the def- edge with Rick Rubin and def- Def Jam 2000. Yeah, right. that really put it over the top. Exactly. Jay Z, Ja Rule, DMX, 
gold, gold. Mm-hmm. right there. These mainstream record labels that were doing pop are now taking on hip hop. But while they were kind of doing rap, okay, Ja Rule did Vidi Vidi Vici. That was his hip hop album. Amazing. Then he went to three. Vidi Vidi Vici doesn't get enough love. That was 98. Oh my. But then he came out with 336. He was singing a little more, doing these pop hits. Was Drake in it? But while you have all this stuff, and but he still ha- Yo, was rapping a little on bit. On some real shit though, Ja Rule was like the first Drake. I, no, oh. the last Drake we had because we definitely had people before. Like Nelly was close with the sing song bullshit. No, but he was like he tried to Tim McGraw it though. You yeah, know, yeah, well that that, yeah. that was towards. The, but ja Rule, he already did it all by the time he over. went to Tim McGraw. Ja Rule yeah. was definitely like. The last, like, close to Drake we had. And then 50 took it mm-hmm. and, and took it to, to, to his own 50 level. 50 really killed our fun. He killed him. He killed our fun. And did the same shit. We were having fun with Ja Rule, and then he had to go and fucking kill. Like, why, 50? That's true. Over some dumb beef. But that was fun. Like, at that time, with all the mixtape tracks that he was putting out, that was fun. But, like, back to my point is you had the Ja Rule, you know, the Jay-Zs and all that stuff, and they were spitting some shit while having pop hits. But then you had cash money as well. We were all like, hey. and they were hot at then. You have the bling bling. And that's all Everybody I knew. Everybody got my ride at the bling bling. bling. And, 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 and I remember myself, and, I, and I'm, like, the hot boys I'm like, what the, like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. It's the same shit. With and then you have Wayne with Fireman coming out a few, late, a few years what later. What was it, 04? Uh, three. 03, 04. Because yeah, of yeah. the Carter 2. Yeah, 03. But yeah, like, I mean, that I think that a big person that was actually saying some shit with songs that were in the club um, in the 2000s was Wayne. I would say that like, he was actually speaking some shit and had verses on shit, like on every fucking song, and was actually saying some shit. Yeah. Like, I think he was actually spinning bars and people were like reciting it in the club until Lollipop, of course. The beautiful thing about this whole this whole thing right here is just like we're talking about all we're mentioning. All we can mention now is Cole, Sean and then Los and them deserves more. Yes. And then not knowing they've been in it 10 years, maybe five years from now, it's going to be like the Los to this. And, you know, that guy Tiz or that guy, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing it's been like 10 years in. Like, they don't deserve enough love, but they don't know it's been a eight, nine-year grind yeah, by I'm hoping then. that people can upgrade their, like, their slot. And, and you know what I, I, I love about that point? A lot. Some people see um, Bobby Shmurda, somebody like Bobby mm. Shmurda or even Young M.A., and they'll be like, wow, they, they came up in two seconds, made their hit. I want to be like that. I want to I rush. You know, they're lucky. Yeah. But there's Definitely. been people. But Young M.A. has been in it for a little bit. No, she's bit. been doing it for, but that's. But Shmurda, not as point. much, yeah. Facts. But it's like, you don't see the grime. Sometimes people think they come out of nowhere and, and make this hit, but people don't see the grime behind, mm-hmm. beforehand. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, oh, well, you made this. Like, even with Kendrick. Oh, good kid, Mad City. Oh, you forgot about Section 80. You forgot about Overly all this dedicated. other stuff beforehand. Exactly. Like, people, people remember the artist for when they heard them on the radio mm-hmm. when they get their first billboard hit. Right. And and then you have people trying to emulate them, but they're not following the grind that it took them to get there because it didn't take two months. And it that was, probably took like three, four years. That was the glory of social media in the beginning, though. Yes. You know what yes. I'm saying? Kendrick Cole, Sean Wiz, uh, Nipsey Hussle, Wale, shit all of, of these. Even Dom. Dom Kennedy, he was trash. But <laughs> Dom Kennedy, except all of the yellow album, except all, the yellow all album. of those cats were the prime, mm-hmm. was the essence of the social media yes. era. Yeah. Now they're gone from it. And then the ignorance except is overpoured. Yeah. Like think of, you brought out Smurda. No lie, in the studio. Uh, my homie from Brooklyn, yo, this kid from the hood, you know, put out this video. Video had 300 hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
we sat there and we laughed at that hot nigga video twenty times. It was Oh, where'd the fucking hat go? You know what happened with that? Yo, the month, hat shit really is what set it off. I think it was the hat. A yeah. month later, this nigga's in South by Southwest. Yes. Viral. Why? Because we was poking fun of we it. We were making fun of it on Vine. Sa- but that's the same thing. And we made fun of it so much that we liked it. But we you know who the same it. same situation was? Chief Keef, I don't like. That song was a joke when I heard it. That I song was like, a joke until that, that Kanye shit, I thought, the good music like, I thought that shit was Yo. funny. And then all of a sudden, but then it started blowing up. Like over a weekend, it started right. blowing up. And that's when Kanye, like two weeks later, got on it. Yep. Facts. Crazy. But that shit was funny to me. I was like, that's the shit I don't like. Like, I didn't think it was serious <laughs> no, it at all. And he wasn't even saying shit in the verses to me. So. Facts. And then you keep looping it and I looping it. Now the next day you know it, it's went viral. Yeah. And then your mans, you're like, damn, my mans over here can really go. Right. But he can't have it went viral yet because you, you know, people spend too much time promoting, not like unconsciously promoting what. You know, they oh, yeah. quote unquote don't like. That's social media for you. Oh, I hate this. Oh, I hate this. I hate that. Yeah. You know, but you oh, post it. Ain't shit. this some shit? And it's all on you. That's the only thing you post for a fucking week on your shit. Right. And they just sitting there like, hell yeah, I keep getting these shares. Yeah, like Let's get it. So you know? I'll pose a last question since we probably got to get out of here soon. Um, Where do you kind of hope? hip-hop is in like five years like what do you think we'll be considering things like classic albums and who do you hope we're praising and who do you hope we're kind of you know maybe not giving the benefit of the doubt to like mm. where do you kind of hope everything is five years i hope i have a classic album i like that <laughs> two <laughs> two maybe two would be dope two would be fire you're pretty much lucky if you get one at this point though yeah true indeed with how these first listens and immediate criticizing on twitter as we're listening to it as it's going on that's what's killing everything because everything's so immediate it goes back to social media social media is the killer of music but it is because everybody needs to get it right there oh this album's out okay 10 minutes later i need that review what (laughs) <laughs> There's songs where you have to listen to like three or four times before you actually get a real feeling like, for, feel it. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like There's songs I'm like, oh, I don't like it at first because you already have this expectation in your head. Like, this is what I think this song should sound. Oh, Kendrick got a new single? It should sound like this in your head. Then you listen to it. It don't sound like this in my head. I don't like it. Next thing you know, well, you know what? I kind of like the, 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 the way this um the synth is, you know? Yeah. Next thing you know, I like this song. Two weeks later. Did you hear what he said? said? Exactly. <laughs> That's how it works. Music is not meant to be judged one and one, but now because of social media, everybody wants to be first. Everyone. Everybody wants to, oh, oh, this is hot. This is trash. Right there in two seconds. Ten minutes later, this is a classic album. Or ten minutes later, this oh my is God. trash. Or, or like Complex when they put the track list out. Classic. Yeah. Instant classic. Confirmed exactly. classic. Bitch, it's a track list. We gotta give it <laughs> some You haven't time. heard a single note on this shit. Facts. Exactly. Facts. It's art. Art is meant to be taken in, and then you can Absorbed. judge it. We and, and, and everybody Facts. has different opinions. That's cool. But at least let us take it in first before you, you start judging it. Absolutely. Never let that opinion outweigh a fact. Exactly. That's the issue with this generation. Yes, 100%. People, the way people think, well, how I feel is more important than the fact. You can be like, yo, the strip on this fucking mic is blue, man. Well, I feel like it's a tint turquoise. Oh, Jesus. With a hint of... Dead ass, though. You know what I'm saying? It's just like... Right. Like, like it's to the point like where people just get hype over... What I also don't like is like how people get hype over what samples are used and not how they're used. Mm. Like, to me, Glow 
is a good song. I don't think Devotion should have been in there. Okay. I think that was a horrible use of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, it, to me, I'm like, why are we putting this with this song? It doesn't make sense. Like, it did kind of flow, but I don't think it was a good use of Devotion, especially the live version of it. Mm. Like, no. Right. So, I'm like, and I'm like, everybody's hyped because, oh, Kanye used Earth, Wind, and Fire. Did he use it right? No. To me, like, no, I don't, right. <laughs> I mean, as the meme goes, to you. But, like, no, I don't think it was, like, to me, it's, like, I think we're oversaturating nostalgia for good samples. Mm. Like, I, we're really oversaturating nostalgia. That are not being used well. Now, are, are there any songs that you feel that should never be touched? Because there's me, there's a couple Absolutely. songs that should not be sampled. Wow, that's interesting. never be touched. Uh, any, like Michael ja- any Michael Jackson Thriller song, any of them. Baby, baby, be mine. Mm-hmm. The like, the girl is mine. Any of those? Nope. Don't fucking touch it. Wow. Just leave it. What about you? Ooh. Um. And like mostly of Earth and Wind Fire. <laughs> no, I, I think stop trying to say. You know what? Stop trying to sample like juicy. Oh like, yeah. Like like Isley Brothers. Yeah. It's been done. It's been classic. And big classic. Stop like, it. Stamped it. I think a lot of people are like, oh, let me remake this really, really big song that was already really, really big. Yeah. Four times over. Let's do it again. Let's sample it. it, it you know what? With the internet age, I, I, I'm just going to go back and listen to the song that mm-hmm. was hot in the first place. Right. Like, it, um, I hate when Drake did uh, the J-Lo, If You Have My Love, on that chorus. I hated that. <laughs> but it worked. That's you know what? It worked. It, that it, one I worked. mean, it worked. Yeah. No, it didn't sound bad, but I just hate that. I'm like, you couldn't have put anything else here? Nobody ever sampled J-Lo, though. That was her first sample. Cool. She's not good. old. Like, she's no. not veteran enough for me to, like... It's a good sample. That song's but, old. That song came out in 2000. But... Two th- anything... That's 17 anything, years ago. Anything years after 95 to me is still kind of new-ish. But... You know what I mean? How, mu- how much of the old shit have we sampled already, though? A lot. Too fucking much. So is he wrong for... Grabbing something no, 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 from no. that. I'm not earth? mad because Tory Lanez is abusing the shit out of 2000 songs. It's working. To be honest, though, he sounds good as fuck. Oh, it sounds like, good. Because he can actually sing. No, Drake, what? But, like, <laughs> I have my issues with Drake vocals. I just, I know. Tory Drake, Lanez is straight vocals. studio. But he's Drake, trying to become one. Drake's a harmonizer. Except, however, he did a really he's fucking a good singer. He did a really good riff on Glow. I was like, oh, you sound way. I, maybe it's because we got Kanye first, who sounds like kind of like. Not good. Yeah, but. we already know that, though. That's, like, yeah. yeah, he had his raw vocals, and then you hear Drake. I'm like, oh, you actually hit the yeah, note. that's what it sounds like. <laughs> like, Drake, you hit the note. <laughs> Nothing Kanye done, has done lately is sound finish, and that, uh, and that hurts me. Except for the Mary J. Blige verse. I haven't heard it. That sounded I, good. I seen Genius it was uh, long, quote it. It sounded pretty he good. Actually, and he also, he's flowing like late registration. Yeah, like sweet. I mean, like, the verse isn't, like, top-notch bars, but he's flowing like It, it might have been a little verse. Speak going back to Ye and going back and staying on the topic of sampling since you heard Laced. How do you feel about that? How that I sample was used? I like, I did like it, but I, I would, I want to see more original stuff. Mm. That's about it. Mm. Like, I love when artists can try to do as original as possible, even if you sound like a SoundCloud rapper. To me, I'm like, at least you tried. What's the, what the fuck is a, what is that? SoundCloud author rapper meme. is SoundCloud. I mean, in my <laughs> eyes, like the definition of my SoundCloud rapper is someone uh-huh. who des- necessarily is like, is making it without a ton of professional help. Like, it's kind of, like, not necessarily, it's, like, trying to get their footing as far as, like, mm-hmm. production. It sounds like it was might maybe made on a garage band, whatever the hell. So the quality is what makes you a SoundCloud rapper? More or less. Okay. okay. And okay. sometimes struggle bars or trying to be too too trendy is in mm, your raps. Got you. Like, you're talking about 
trending topics on Twitter that are trending for five seconds. And then what is the song going to be? <laughs> like to me, the <laughs> the worst fucking trending topic song I've ever heard in my life was LOL Smiley Face by Trey Songs and what was it, Gucci? I hate oh, that. That was that the was, fucking that was one worst of it, song. That was one of his worst songs. Ever LOL in life. Smiley Face. I hate that. That was the that's worst, worst, worst fucking song. song I've ever heard in my life oh. by a trending topic. But for ever. a more original joint, you should definitely check out the How It Goes record. Okay. The How It Goes record. Sound, <laughs> SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> no, or, I, I'm not. Or, or tisofficial.com. SoundCloud, it does, it's not any diss to the site itself. It's the diss to like. The quality. The, the quality yeah, like the, the general quality yeah. that artists abuse putting on there. Yeah. Now, what is, it has nothing to do with SoundCloud. My man Pro put his foot on that <laughs> production. Okay. Definitely. I, I, sh- shit. Yeah, let's do it. No, I'm, I'm saying to me, if you're going to use a sample, just make sure it's. Use properly. Oh, that was sample free. Which is definitely opinion. Which isn't all opinion. It's not like oh, you this actually sounds good. This doesn't. To me, some of these samples are being used wrong. I didn't think Devotion should have gone there. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. I mean, it doesn't sound good to me on a Drake album. We're just yeah, it just didn't sound good to me. Respect. And that, it, it was the same way. I was so mad he didn't take use of that first sample on Free Smoke. Oof. That sample was amazing. Why did you stop and go into that? Well, if he's smart, maybe they'll remix it and. Mm. If he's smart, yeah, or he, maybe you just shouldn't touch there it. There are some tracks where you're like, I wish, um, like Piggy Bank. Yeah. I I, I wish he used that when the third verse, mm-hmm. when it when it when the beat kind of just like drops and goes off. I, I wish he would have used that more. Yeah. Throughout the mm. whole song, there's songs like that where it's like, damn, I wish he would have tweaked it a little a more. A little bit, put Yo, something else here. I got a left one for you guys. Since we're talking about transitioning and sampling, mm-hmm. there's this kid named John Bellion. Right? Oh, John Bellion is fucking amazing. Oh, uh, and shout out to Nick who uh, super did amazing. some of his uh, album covers and stuff. Super amazing, right? So the track Weight of, Weight of a World, Weight of the World, that song has been my shit for the past week off his um, Human Condition album. Yeah. So how it, it was the folk song, you know what I'm saying? Went to the folk record and then it broke down to this hard ass fucking mega hip-hop song like send chills from your head to your toenails right yeah he's really good with transitions yeah and they sampled the folk record Mm -hmm. to make this crazy ass hip-hop record and then uh the dude black keys which is his homie like yo if that wasn't the most like put the well put together fucking rap verse i've heard in 2017 yo (laughs) jesus christ all right (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I got you know, I mean, like, like I said, there's some people that do it well and some people that just kind of throw it in there just to be like, look what I used. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what devotion was put in there for. I feel like Drake doesn't necessarily appreciate the usage of that as, as Kanye probably didn't, mm-hmm. you know, but then we've also seen Kanye use some of the greatest things of all time. Are you gonna be? Amazing. Are you? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. God, I, hope Slow he, jam. I, I just can't wait till it gets better. And then through, and then through the fire. Yeah. With uh, Shaka Khan. That was the perfect use. Like, like he does it great sometimes, and then other times, maybe misses maybe misses the mark. We can't expect Kanye to go back, though. Mm-hmm. We need him to progress. Give us that next vision. Well, I think he's he trying to it, but I keep... Yeah, I, everybody's I think keeping living he has to go way. He has to go way right to get us off of this nostalgia thing, because we all want college dropout. We all want, like, late registration. We want those soul samples. We, we want that back. But that was and also catering to the time of how... Hip hop was at that time, right? Facts, but then so he keep, the that, and that's why he keeps going so right. But then he's starting like you to think prove good life would sound good today with T Pain. No, no way, but that, but that's why I'm. That's what's crazy, like um, Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
Yeezus actually kind of uh, I love created Not something. Not as a rap album, but I love Yeezus. He was two years ahead of his time, but he created something. 808s mm-hmm. created a whole movement. Absolutely. So the thing wow. is, I, I, with Kanye, yeah, it doesn't. It might not sound good when it puts it out, but then you listen to it two years later, or a year later, and you're like, holy shit, this sounds like the shit we hear now. Is it exactly. safe to say that um, Dark Twisted Fantasy was his best album? Absolutely. Mm. I, I'm Even still going to say prefer, late. I, I prefer Graduation. Gra- just prefer. I think graduation I think, is second. I'm still gonna say late. But is I his think first. Dark Twisted Fantasy was when he reached like his peak of create creativity. Yo, but Dark so is amazing. my favorite. Dark is my favorite, and Converse yeah. Dropout is my favorite. But well, I, I think would put Dark, dark is, on the best. Dark is is, best. Uh, is a rapper using his emotions to the best of his ability as a rapper and and, and as a creator of music. And the imagery on that album because was late good. registration mm-hmm. was when he was just he was hungry. Yes. that's what it was. So there's a difference between being hungry and then just like using your emotions and gathering them in the proper way to produce this project. Cause he was really sad and going through things. Right. And then 808s was like the spiraling out of control depression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I didn't realize how f- fire that album was, how let's, let's not use that term, how important yeah. 808s was until I actually started studying music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until I started like breaking shit down saying like, how can I do Oh shit! Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and it was, it was like that was one of the most important records in hip hop. And period. I don't, and I don't think it, when it came out, we we didn't we didn't appreciate it. We no. didn't. Like people, we liked it, honestly, but we didn't people appreciate still don't. It. We're like, I said it was. Different. I thought it was trash when at he, first. When he performs those songs, like on the Yeezus tour, when he was performing um, "Coldest Winter." Nobody really cared as much as they cared about flashing lights. Oh, of course. Flashing lights is so I mean. But I'm, I'm like saying that. Coldest Winter had the best visuals and imagery. He True. had snow falling down while he's laying head his head off of the mountain. Yes. He's laying on the mountain and his head is off of it and he's just rapping yes. like to the ceiling. Like good. I remember that. I was like, friend. holy shit. But you, it, it was also one of his darkest moments, or his darkest His moment. darkest moment, right. Right. Lots there. Of his mom. And and you can hear it. it. The whole album's really dark. Yeah. For the most part. But the whole 808s and the way he used it, it, it changed hip hop for a little while. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not a it, silent now. Now it. people are starting to appreciate it more, but it, it really it's never. Still, go- I don't think it's ever going to get the credit it deserves. It, it, it won't, and it's still influencing hip hop to this day. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's definitely influencing Travis Scott. I think in, like heavily. All right, let's let's keep it a buck. Well, that's why Travis. I think Travis that. Scott influenced Jesus. Not only Jesus, he'd been influencing. Yay sound since oh, yeah. Dark Twisted. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What, what was the um, Same with his, Pusha, though. What was the second mixtape? Uh um, Pharaoh Al Al Pharaoh. Al Pharaoh. I loved Al Pharaoh. Drive was my Which, favorite song on there. Thank you. James Fauntleroy is the GOAT. That it was a whole movie. I wish he would have made a whole movie out of Drive. Mm-hmm. And that was the that was actually the song that made me love Travis Scott. Facts. Mm-hmm. Pure fact. I always wish that was my song. And I would keep the going back. Beats, the the drums. drums on that, amazing. But when you listen to that song, I went, you can tell he's been working with Kanye. Actually, I remember writing a review for that. And what I said with that was, you can see the influence that Kanye was making on Travis Scott. It's probably the other way around. But within that song, you heard it. Like, mm-hmm. that was Kanye at that time. Facts. Mm. And now the the way they're working together, you you, you can tell they're they're influencing each other now. Yeah. Facts. Especially with Saint um Life of Pablo. True. A hundred percent. You know what the beautiful thing about Life of Pablo that I don't think anybody's really talked about? That all came from like one from one session came like three or four dope ass albums. Cause Chance the Rapper was in that session. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I to me, 
coloring book is what Life of Pablo was supposed, supposed to be. Supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. Meaning Everybody wise, but yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. So what happened was, I think, you know, because remember, Kanye first said uh, Life of Pablo was going to be the first hip hop gospel. That ended up being coloring book. Yeah. In yeah. many ways. Absolutely. 100%. Fact. So I think Kanye heard what Chance was doing. He's like, you but know what? let's not forget Kirk Franklin's Losing My Religion album, which is now a Grammy Award winning album. Hey. And how fucking amazing. That album is fucking amazing. Look, I listen to that all the time. But look at that. All these things are coming out of that. all this session. That session, we had Travis right. yep. at that time. We came out. All of that came from the Birds same the trap, fucking right? session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of that. All, they're all working together. Yeah, they're working on um, Life of Pablo, but... They all were influenced. They're all influenced and probably, and probably all... working on their whole the same mm-hmm. album. Or the tracks that wasn't taken in by Life of Pablo. It's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I'll take I it. If, yeah. I wonder if all we got would have been on the Life of Pablo if Chance hadn't snatched it. I wonder. I think he gave it to him. That's what, that's what I'm wondering. I, I wonder if he just said, you know what, yo, you take this because this you, sounds you good. know how to rap on this, not me. I, I think so. he gave it to him. I think he gave... Because that beat is so And maybe like, nobody's obscure. ever going to admit it, but to my, in my opinion, I think Kanye gave um, Chance... Or at least helped him a lot on a lot of that project. Yeah. We know he helped him, but I, I think Kanye is like, you know what, hip hop, you got something here. Yeah, finish that. Facts, and that's why that album became so good. Mm. I think we should end it on that note, guys. I mean, this has been a great discussion. We could go on and on about these rappers because <laughs> there's some great stuff out there. So it's like it's it's nice to talk about these things when. You know, when you go to the club and you hear, I, I don't Percocet. mind. Yeah, Molly I don't mind that. I don't mind that, but Yo, that I don't want to. I don't. When I'm on Twitter and I'm just chilling at home, I don't necessarily want to talk about mask off all Fact. the time. Like I want to. Sometimes I want to talk about real things, sometimes, but sometimes I want to joke with the fuck around and be like. Yo, you hear that trash ass young thug verse on sacrifices? Because it was fucking trash. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so at the end of the day, you know, it's good that we can all talk about this and we all can agree that there are some dope ass people out there. At the end, Facts. of the day. everybody has something. Everybody. True indeed. Um, I want to thank you both for being here. Thank you, Tiz, for coming all the way through. Thanks for having me. And thank Thanks you, for Lou, me. for finally being my co-host. I'm still Jameer Pond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to need you to do a little dance at the end of this. Oh, yeah. Know. I got to do the hum shake and then the Millie Rock. Uh, and thank you all listen, for all those that are listening and have bared through my fucking voice this whole time because Jesus fucking Christ. Nas, fix it. And so at the end of the day, thank you very much. And uh, if you want to follow us, make sure you hashtag Play Cousins on Twitter and Instagram and keep us in the conversation. Um, check us out on SoundCloud, which hopefully you're doing right now, and iTunes. And um, if you want to follow us at Play Cousins Podcast, and if you want to be a guest, uh, you can email us at playcuzcuz at gmail.com and pitch to us why you want to come on the show, tell us your story, or just give us some feedback and tell us that we're trash or fire, whatever you want to do. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Any yeah. last words? Follow me at Tiz Official, T-I-Z-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. Get the music at TizOfficial.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, blessings. Thank you. <laughs> and Lou, where they can find where can they find you at besides Hot97.com? First, mama, I made it! <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to have my own show on here since the beginning, <laughs> and I did never, I, I always make guest appearances to say like one or two things and, and dip, because I'm always I know, working. I'm so proud of you. Anyways, uh, you can find me, King Louie, um, K-I-N-G-L-O-U one E, because there's a million King Louis <laughs> in there, and you had to find some kind of unique way to spell it. Um, that's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's the most I use. Um, and you know, at ninety seven dot com, I'm writing a lot of stuff. Chabala. Um, 
yeah, man. I'm just trying to be dope. Call at me. You are dope. Both of you are very dope. And I'm, I thank you for being here. We miss you, Jameer. We're sad that you're not here. Shout out to the homie. Yes. and uh, I'm really rocking for you. <laughs> on that note, and we're out, guys. Thank you so much. Peace.